Go and make disciples of all nations. This is our mission. Welcome to the Mission Driven Podcast. This podcast is designed to assist you in discovering and living God's mission for your life. What's up, y'all? It's Joe Melendrez, and I'm so thankful you're tuned in to episode 12 of the Mission Driven Podcast. Our theme today is Holy Boldness. This title was inspired by our mission driven guest, Brian Greenfield. I'm so stoked to share his interview with y'all. It's currently Lent, and I just got back from a parish mission in Lebanon, Kentucky. What a blessed time it was. It was a two-night mission, and I spoke about being chosen by God, that as a church, we are better together. I shared why it's important to get in the word and to strive to feel the power by experiencing God in music. However, I asked a question one of the nights, and almost no one in the church knew the answer. I said, after Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist, who led him out into the desert for 40 days and 40 nights? Do you know? Some responses were, the snake, Satan, and then finally the correct answer came when someone said, the Holy Spirit. That's correct. The Spirit led Jesus out into the desert. Why do you think the Spirit did this? Well, we don't have an answer for sure, but maybe it could have been training for the mission. Jesus was perfect, but he was still human, and he was just about to enter into his public ministry. Maybe this time of intense prayer and fasting allowed him to fully commit to what God had created him to do, to combat temptation, to reflect and focus on dying to self in order to put God first. This time in the desert, even though it wasn't easy, was a good thing. It was spirit-led. So I'm going to encourage you during this Lenten season to be spirit-led. May the spirit lead you through some tough situations in order to strengthen you and make you more ready to respond to God's call on your life. Oh man, I can feel the spirit moving now. You know, each episode, I offer a mission tip to give you a little fuel on your mission. And today's mission tip is brought to you by the Hallow Prayer and Meditation app. This is a Catholic meditation app, which will help you find peace and grow in your spiritual journey. I literally use it every day. And right now they have some great Lenten reflections. I can choose to do a five-minute, 10-minute, or even 15-minute meditation. I've used this on retreats to help teach teens how to pray and meditate, and there's always new content coming regularly. I would highly recommend it if you're trying to grow in the area of meditation in your life. Right now, if you sign up at hallow.app and use the discount code MISSIONDRIVEN, you can get three months free. So please check out the Hallow app. I'll have a link for you in the show description. So today's mission tip is God is able. Say it with me. Ready? God is able. There are no limits to God. He can do all things. 
my daughter watches a lot of Disney movies. She's three years old. And she will often say, anything is possible. Anything is possible. And it's true. Check this out. This is from Hebrews 7.25. Therefore, he is able to save completely those who have come to God through him because he always lives to intercede for them. God is able not to save partially, but completely. Those who come to God through Jesus are saved completely. Jesus lives to intercede for us. That's wild. Jesus's mission is now to intercede for us, that we could be in a right relationship with God the Father. Jesus has saved us from our sin. God, thank you. We know that you are able. It says in Ephesians 3.20, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. God is able. My best friend, Ryan Mayer, was visiting a few weeks ago to help out with a big conference called LA Congress. And this is his line. He will often tell me, God is able. We text each other every day and he'll remind me that God is able. When I feel like quitting, God is able. When I'm in a low season, God is able. When I'm feeling tempted, God is able. When I'm uncertain, God is able. So since God is able, let us have holy boldness and put our complete confidence and trust in Jesus. Can I get an amen? Okay, I'm pumped for today's show. Next up, we have Word of the Day with my wife, Noel Melendrez. Then we have an interview with Catholic speaker, Brian Greenfield, followed by Break It Down with one of my favorite tracks that I believe was spirit-led. So don't go anywhere. Mission Driven Podcast. Holy boldness. Let's go. All right. Welcome back to the Mission Driven Podcast. This is called Word of the Day. And a special guest, my wife, Noelle Melendrez. Thanks for joining us today. Sure. Happy to be here. How are you doing? I'm hanging in. Yeah? Yeah. We, we just had some Sunday brunch. Yes. While our daughter sleeps. A little Baja fresh. Never hurt anyone. Yep. I had a flying yolk. People listening, they might not know what that is, but uh, it's a restaurant. In Simi Valley. <laughs> In Simi Valley. And that's pretty good. But great to be here with you today. This is an awesome passage. Our theme for this podcast is holy boldness. And uh, what this passage kind of really clarifies is that we need the Holy Spirit to truly lead us into being bold. Um, with our faith. So you mind reading it for us? Sure. So this is Acts chapter four, verse 31. And when they had prayed, the place where they had gathered together was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God with boldness. Wow. Wow. I love that. Um, So what we're going to be doing right now is breaking this scripture verse down through the SOAP method, which stands for scripture, observation, application, and prayer. Um, So we're going to share observations right now. Um, I guess I'll start off. My observation is that prayer was a catalyst to shake the place where they were, which shows how powerful prayer was. And it was so big when they prayed together. I I really gravitated towards that togetherness 
um, that's so important that the Holy Spirit entered in and empowered them to speak the word of God with boldness. Like that, that word boldness was huge because you can talk about things all day, but someone who speaks boldly about something, you want to listen to them. You're, you believe them. It's something that is like, I, I can't ignore that, you know? Um, so that's, that's what I observed from the passage. I had similar thoughts when I kind of zeroed in on the fact that the power of the prayer, prayer is powerful. Um, and also that you need the Holy Spirit to be able to speak the word of God mm-hmm. with boldness. Yeah. I think that makes so much sense because, you know, anybody can speak the word of God, but if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, yeah, it's not going to come out the same, right? you know, because if you're not spirit led, then, you know, the word of God can just be words. Right. You know, as, as opposed to what it really is, which is living and breathing. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, just how powerful the Holy Spirit is in the way that we minister to other people. Yeah. And I, I love the passage in Scripture when Jesus says, do not worry about what you are to say. The Holy Spirit will remind you of everything that I've taught you. Right. And, and I think of that, I mean, even this morning, um, I was preparing for this. I'm like, what scripture passage should we use? And I remembered this passage about the Holy Spirit sending us out and us being able to speak with boldness. And I'm like, oh, so I Googled it and I found it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a perfect passage. That was the Holy Spirit just whispering to me, use this one, Joe. And I think that's, that's huge in our life. If we're not utilizing the Holy Spirit, we're really missing out on a huge part of our faith. And actually, we're not meant to do it alone. You know, Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit in order to help us be our counselor, our advocate, our support, and really lead us through our life. It's so important. Um, We'll move on to application right now. So application is basically how this applies to your life specifically. So um, I said for me, for application, I need to not only pray more, but pray together with others. Um, that prayer can shake my current situation and send me out to speak and preach God's word with boldness. Through prayer, I can be filled with the spirit and the Holy Spirit is essential to being bold in my faith. I can't underestimate the power of the Holy Spirit, but it's like, I wanna utilize it better. And I do wanna speak with boldness and I wanna be an unashamed believer I want to be able to have the right words to say to all different types of people, you know, and I think the Holy Spirit can really help in that aspect. But the other thing I think about, you know, there's a fear. I think a lot of times people don't want to share because they fear judgment. They fear rejection. And I'm sure that these followers of Christ were also had fears as well, but the Holy Spirit just swept through that so they could go in confidence with boldness. Like there's not a lot of fear when you're really being bold, you know, it's like powerful. So that's how it applied to my life. I think when I think of the word boldness, I think a lot of times we think it just means that you're going to be really assertive. Right. Which is not necessarily what that means. You know, being bold, you know, when I think of being bold, I think of being honest. I think of being, you know, straightforward. Mm-hmm. I think of being um, unashamed to share my life, you yeah. know, a part of my life, like the most important part of my life. And I think that a lot of times it's like you were saying, like how the Holy Spirit is such an important part of that. I think that there's a discernment that comes into play when you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you. Yeah. Because it's like you said, different people 
you know, ministering to different people, you have to be aware of who you're talking to. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you can't just walk in and, you know, have a one track mind or just be focused on what you want to say. I there's a formula for everybody. Right. You. Yeah. That's why you have to take a second. Yeah. And, you know, you ask the Holy Spirit, like when I'm, when I've been in those situations more recently in my life, especially, you know, when it comes to really close family members, or maybe they ask me a question about faith or whatever have you, you know, like more than anything, I want the people closest to me to know Christ, yeah. and have, you know, accept Christ in their hearts and their lives. So as I've matured more in my faith, it's like I take a second mm-hmm. and just say, you know, God, like, Holy Spirit, please give me the words to say. Help me to know how to approach this situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because this situation is going to be different than, say, another situation when I'm talking to a different person because we're all unique. We all need different things. Just yeah. like I need different things yeah. and I needed different things when, you know, I was coming to know Christ, you know, and so good. I just think that's such a. It's like, I can't have, you can't have one without the other. Like I can't, you can't possibly expect yourself to be able to speak God's word without the Holy Spirit. It just makes absolutely no sense to me. And I guess the more I've grown in my faith, the more I've come to realize that, like they go hand in hand and, and it takes the pressure off to be honest. Yeah. You know, such a good point. Like It's like, those are difficult conversations to have. It's like you, you were saying that, you know, a lot of people are worried or they get afraid or. You know, and that's why it's just like taking that second to be like, you know, Holy Spirit, yeah, you know, come in, give me the words to say. It's like, then, you know, you can have that sense of peace knowing that, you know, even if you're not 100% sure what you said or how it was said, that you never know what God's doing in their lives. Yeah. You know what I mean? And because it's not us, really, mm-hmm. we're just we're vessels. vessels, Yeah, you know? And I think that's something I always like that term of like, you know. I want to get out of me and let God in, you know, right. and just be an instrument and a vessel. But if you think about that, you, you have a vessel, it needs space to be filled. Right. So we need to create that space for the Holy Spirit. And essentially it says in scripture, our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit's already living in us. We just need to give it full access, you know, and fill us up so that we can, you know, really go out there and do right. what God wants us to and do. And that, that's where a lot of humility comes into play because a lot of times we can be ego driven like yep. oh this person wants to hear from me or right. or oh they're asking me questions or i'm in a position of authority or mm-hmm. whatever it is that like yeah. wherever you find yourself in a position like this you know but you know humbling ourselves and if you read scripture especially in acts you know yeah. you read about these stories about these amazing men that like you know sacrificed their lives they were beaten they were tortured i mean Paul, Paul alone, you know, the way he ministered to people, it was just, I mean, it was just, you could so see how God transformed. Oh my gosh. And and, and I love that. Like, do you see, you see traces of transformation with people who really love Christ. It's amazing. And such a good point. And he always continually in his, in his letters, you know, um, talks about how he he just so openly surrenders to God and what God wants for him. Yeah. And he has such a great humility in that, yeah. that it really is just, it's an amazing model yeah. to us, you know, of what it really means to surrender, what it really means to be spirit led yeah, and what it really means to, you know, speak the word of God to others. So. With holy boldness. Holy boldness. Yeah. 
Awesome. Well, thanks so much for sharing today. Um, we're going to go ahead and conclude with prayer. Um, let's pray in the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this time together. For everyone listening today, Lord, that your word that is alive and active may speak to them. Lord, and we pray that your Holy Spirit um, may lead us, may fill us up so that we can be sent out, God. And we may not worry, we may not have fears, we may not have doubts. We can have complete confidence and trust in you. Lord, we pray for the season of our lives as Noel and I are preparing for a new baby. Um, Lord, we ask that for blessing over our family, um, protect our children, Lord. May they come to know you and love you. We just ask that, you know, your Holy Spirit can come upon us and just be a part of our every steps, um, that we may be always spirit-led, especially in how we reach out to others. Yes. And may we always take the time to really know and understand your word, God. And I pray for, you know, those who believe and maybe they haven't, you know, taken that step to really get to know you on that level, Lord. I just pray that they may come to know you and your word. Yes. So that we can all continue to be spirit-led and speak your word with boldness. You got it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That was Word of the Day, Acts 4.31. Our theme is Holy Boldness, Mission Driven Podcast. Let's go. All right, today's mission-driven interview is with a Catholic speaker from Tampa, Florida. He's not only a speaker, he's a campus minister as well. He's also a father and a husband of three. He's currently on tour speaking to schools and churches worldwide. He's a dear friend of mine, a brother in Jesus. Let's give a big mission-driven welcome to Brian Greenfield. Hey, buddy. Great to be here, man. man. Great to be here with you again, man. We're, we're in Chicago right now podcasting yep. at Holy Fire. Holy, yep. How's it been for you right now, Holy Fire? Um, the vibe is awesome. Mm-hmm. We've been here for the last two days, yeah. and, and, and yesterday was... Uh, was awesome. Yeah. The energy with the kids. Yeah. And you did an awesome job with Praise like ministering God. to them. And so that was awesome. And being here today with a new group of kids and seeing their energy and seeing mm-hmm. their enthusiasm, their buy-in and yeah. seeing how they've been responding to everything that's presented to them. Yeah. It's 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 hopeful. hopeful. It is. It is, man. And I'm I'm so thankful anytime I get to um doing a conference or an event with you. Um, I think it's so the theme of today's episode is going to be holy boldness <laughs> because we did a prayer this morning and you had mentioned you prayed for holy boldness. And when I think of you, I think of a bold disciple, someone who's really going out there and, and we have conversations about really letting the spirit use you and not knowing where the spirit's going to go. Yeah. So I wanted to have a conversation today about holy boldness. So what brought you um, to have the faith that you have right now, Brian? Um. It's just my journey, man. Yeah. Like, like, like the way I grew up, not really into the faith. Uh, yeah. One of those CEOs, Christmas and Easter only. That's okay. that's kind of what I was. And when I got to college, that's when like the faith came. It it, it got to be alive for me. And mm. the people that I was around in college, 
uh, regular college students with energy, with enthusiasm. Right. And, you know, I was with them and, and that brought me out of my shell with the faith. And we started doing ministry together mm-hmm. um, in, in Newark, New Jersey. Okay. And that brought me out of my faith and just my formation and the people that God has brought around me. They yeah. were not people that hid their faith. Uh, and the faith was supposed to be something that you let other people see. You, you don't just say it, you live it. Yeah. So that kind of, you know, com- combined with the youthful vigor that I had when I encountered the faith yeah. and, and ministering to the youth and understanding that, you know, they need more than for me to sit back idly by and just say little whispering words. They right. need me to be all in. Right. That is kind of like what fed my faith. Yes. And it's why when I hear you speak, I feel like, you know, you I always say like you're on one. Like you he's he's going off in the name of Jesus right now mm-hmm. and I can feel it and I can hear the Holy Spirit speaking through you. When did you maybe have a, an encounter with the Holy Spirit or knew that you could be used by the Holy Spirit? I think there were a couple of moments in my life where I had the encounter with the Holy Spirit, but mm-hmm. the one that's that, that's most visible, the one that I would use in my testimony yeah. was um December 6, 1998. I was in a church in New Jersey and I was leading a retreat. And I remember I was on this altar in adoration in front of the Blessed Sacrament, really having no clue what was going on, but I knew something was happening. And I remember the guy who was leading it kept saying, give your all to God. Mm. And um, I was thinking, okay, what all do I have to give? But I remember saying this to myself, God, if you're real, Mm -hmm. in this moment, I'll give you everything. Right. And I just remember repeating it, repeating it, repeating it. God, if you're real. And then I remember having this rush of emotion. Yeah. And it was like internally I was screaming it. God, if you're real, I'll give you everything. And then the visions of my life came to me. Really? Things that, you know, I had done in the past. People that said that they loved me but really didn't. You know, times in my heart has been broken. And, and then the thoughts of people who really did love me. And looking at Jesus there, I remember I was screaming internally, God, if you're real, I'll give you everything. And then externally, I began to to weep. To, to weep. Wow. I mean, sobbing. And I remember, like, our, like, very like distinctly. You know how in in the letters of 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 of, of actually the apostles, mm-hmm. the conversion of Saul. Mm-hmm. He said scales fell from his eyes. Yeah. I remember, like, in that moment, it was like a chain. You know how those ancient knights used to have that chain linked armor. Mm-hmm. It felt like. The chain links were like kind of coming down my, like scales were coming really? off of my. I felt, you know, it felt just like that, that. When I was looking, something was just falling down off of my eyes. I remember that, and that was probably my first encounter where I was like, I can't deny it. Mm-hmm. Like God is real, and I had a mission in life, and I had a meaning to my life. So that was the first time. And then you, you know this, every so often you'll get that you know, that kind of re-encounter yeah. with God. Like uh-huh. he just kind of gives you another pat on the Jump back. Start. It, yeah. it, exactly. Another mm-hmm. like injection of his love yep. to kind of get you to the next stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's wild that you share that story because I love hearing people's encounter mm-hmm. uh, of, of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And um, there's like a, a commonality a lot and tears and weeping is something I see. That's how, when I encountered God's love, I was on retreat mm-hmm. and I literally started uncontrollably crying. It mm-hmm. wasn't tears I ever felt before. Mm-hmm. And that was God's love. So that's amazing. Um, you share that. And so how old were you when you encountered that? Had to be like 17, 18. Okay. Yeah. It was wow. nine. Yeah. 17, or 18 years old. Um, going into college had no 
desire to have an encounter with God. There was no mm. thought that I would have an encounter with God, mm -hmm. um, but God knew it. Mm -hmm. And God put people in my life. So 17, when I got into college, I was going to have the regular college experience. And where'd you go to college? I went to Seton Hall University. Okay. So I was going going to go to class, get my degree, and have fun. Okay. Like, yeah. encountering God was not part of the plan. Right. Yeah. And it, it, but it, it was part of his plan. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and, and that's just what it was. So how did he grab you? It, he grabbed me through a friend of mine initially. Mm -hmm. I have a friend. His name is Justin Fatika. He's mm -hmm. like, like uh He's on fire for the Lord. Yeah. And we came into Seton Hall together as freshmen. Okay. He wanted to have a prayer group. Um, so he just kind of grabbed guys yeah. and, and young ladies who he was cool with. Yeah. And he grabbed me at a time when I was trying to figure out what this college life was, yeah. figure out my identity, figure mm -hmm. out where I fit in. He grabbed me and he got me to the chapel. Wow. And um, when he got me to the chapel, I, I liked what I heard, you know, because I wasn't a bad guy. I mm -hmm. was just doing bad things. Mm. I don't think my heart was bad. I knew good morals, but you know what they say, it's hard to be an angel when you're surrounded by a bunch of devils, right? Yeah. So he got me in that moment. I enjoyed doing those meetings because it fed something inside of me. Yeah, yeah. And um, the, those meetings turned into like like weekly meetings. Yeah. And then that turned into me living a more of a devoted life and wow. then a retreat ministry. And then uh, with that retreat ministry, we have the thing that happened December 6, 1998, while on one of those retreats wow. where the Lord just, like, opened the doors, opened yeah. the floodgates. Yeah. You know, it's wild to think how there are instrumental people that play roles in our formation. Yeah. And I was reading in Scripture that, you know, Jesus is the shepherd and we are one flock. Mm -hmm. We are his flock and that he can use us. And in the, the Acts uh, 9, which you were talking about, Paul mm -hmm. Um, it's that Paul was a chosen instrument mm -hmm. by God. Even though he was doing some crazy stuff, mm -hmm. he was a chosen instrument and God was going to use him in a big way. Yeah. And I think it's so important that, you know, when we meet people and we see something in them, they don't see in them that we need to let them know. Mm -hmm. And we need to um, speak life over them and positive declarations. Um, because uh, like for me, I was uh, in uh, high school and my youth minister like recommended I make start making the music to, to help people pray. Mm -hmm. And I was like, nah, I don't like to do that. And she's like, well, just pray about it, try it out. But she saw something I didn't see. And um, I think, you know, Justin, he he may know how much of an impact he had on your life, but mm -hmm. um, it's so important that we can too be that for somebody yeah, else. Absolutely. And something that, uh, you know, holy boldness, it takes a lot. I mean, you know, right now, Father Rob's on stage mm -hmm. talking about do it scared, facing fears and mm -hmm. stuff like that. What are some bold moments in faith, you know, that you've you've had to uh, undertake, you know, to to keep going in this mission that God's called you into? Um, I mean, there's been like a lot of things that I mean, to say to your family that you're fully devoted to God when that's not how you grew up. Mm. Those are like bold moments. Yeah. You know, to um say to your friends once you have that conversion experience that yeah. okay, this is the life I'm going to lead. I know that you knew me as this guy, yeah. but this is who I'm trying to be right now. Mm -hmm. Those are bold moments. To be in situations with people and see the discussion going down one one path and to say, "You know what? I can't be part of that." Yeah. And let them know, not just silently, you know, walk away, but to let them know that mm -hmm. um, those are bold moments. Yeah. In ministry, um, saying what your heart is telling you to say, even though you have no proof that it's going to work, 
but you know that the Lord has put this on your heart, mm-hmm. that's a bold moment. Mm-hmm. Being in a talk and seeing like that gift of empathy, knowing something is going on in that arena or, 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 or that church or in mm-hmm. that area and speaking to that, even though you don't know if what you you know, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. You don't know what, what is going to bring up speaking yeah. to that pain or that hurt or that distraction mm-hmm. and speaking boldly about it, not speaking around it, but speaking to it. Yeah. That's um, going into environments where, you know, they don't want to hear anything mm-hmm. um, where it would be so easy to just tell them what they want to hear or yeah. just be subtle mm-hmm. and uh, bring that same passion as if you yeah. were in an environment where everyone wanted to be there. Yeah. There's boldness in that also. Um, I think you you grow in boldness by getting crushed sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, I don't think you're really, I don't think it's boldness if you've always been, you've always got a pat on your back. If you're bold, it's like that story when you see a crowd of people running in one direction. Yeah. And you jump in front of them and you yeah. start running in the same direction yeah. saying, let let me lead you. Mm-hmm. You know, they're already going in that direction. Right, right. But to go in a situation where they probably don't want to do this. Yeah. And you speak with truth, honesty yeah. and passion with the risk of getting crushed and still going on. I think boldness is cultivated in what do they say, the furnace of affliction. Mm. You know, that's where, you know, that's those are are moments and they hurt. Yeah. You know, they aren't always fun. Afterwards, it can be fun. Yeah. Um, when you see the shift in the environment, yeah. it can get to a fun place. Mm-hmm. But initially, it's, yeah. yeah. You know, I, th- I what something comes to mind is, you know, consider it pure joy when you face trials of any kind in the yeah. book of James. And that it'll mature us Absolutely. as Christians and build character. Absolutely. And that it's important so that when we have off days when yeah. we have people we speak to or that they're not receptive it helps us to grow absolutely um i know that you go up sometimes and you have a specific talk or specific theme you're going and then has it ever happened where the holy spirit just shifts you're like hey brian you just say this can you talk on that for absolutely a bit? yeah um there's been times like i've had all of those times there's been times where i've gone up to give a talk and my mind has gone blank Wow. And I've forgotten everything that I, I was supposed to say. There's Whoa. been times where I've gone up with a script that I thought was going to work mm-hmm. and it didn't work. And it was like, oh, and then there's just the fear and everything inside of me wants to just run off the stage, get on a plane and go home. There's been those times mm. there. But the time that where the Holy Spirit has shifted the environment, I was speaking at like one of them, like a major conference, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I was following kind of the script in the direction that they kind of wanted me to go in. Okay. So I was following that and I was using the verses that 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 were pertinent, that resonated mm-hmm. with that that specific talk. And I was sitting in there and I had been doing ministry long enough and 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 being a teacher also and 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 just working with people, you cultivate empathy. You're you're able to kind of see things and yeah. feel things yeah. that, that are going on in the room. Yeah. And I was giving this talk and I was you know, it was going to, according to the script, but I could see what was going on in the room. Yeah. And, you know, there's a couple thousand people in that room. Right. So right. I'm seeing what's going on. Yeah. I see this guy over there, like, make a shift move. Yeah. This person over there, the, she, he, she starts talking with one of her friends. This guy starts talking to his girlfriend. I yeah. see, I hear movements in the corner of the mm-hmm. room, mm-hmm. In, in another area of the room. I'm, I'm seeing all of these things happen. And in my mind, I was like, none of this is working right, right. now. 
this is the script, but none of this is working because these people in this room, they're all over the place right, right now. Okay. Whenever I see a lot of movement going on, it, for me, it's like, okay, there's a major distraction going on. Mm. So, now, this was being recorded. Right. You know, and this is a couple thousand people. So, in the middle of the talk, I'm like, we need to stop. None of this is working right now. Wow. And when I said that, they all begin to sit up. I was like, none of this is working. This whole talk right now feels totally disjointed. Wow. It feels like I'm saying something, and it's like a clock whose dials are out of order. Yeah. And I'm, and then I asked him, do you feel the same way? And then I got some nods. And then I, and so then I was like, okay, yeah. I think the Holy Spirit is calling us to not be disjointed and go in a different direction. Wow. And when we started saying that there's a group, they knew exactly what I was talking about. They sit up. Mm. Then the people, they sit up. Mm-hmm. And then everyone else starts focusing in. And then it's just like the Holy Spirit just caught fire. Wow. And we just started going. Wow. And that, and then afterwards, like a lot of people came up there. It's like, okay, that's what I needed to hear. That's yeah. what I needed to hear. Yeah. You know, just those movements where mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit is going where he, I want to go this way. Yeah. But you're telling me to go that way. Yeah. That's what makes ministry speaking so, mm-hmm. so... In a, in a way, difficult. Mm-hmm. Because you go out and you're speaking, but you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, whenever I give a talk, I, before and after, I'm exhausted because <laughs> I'm a planner. Yeah. Like, I wanted to go, like as a teacher, I have a lesson plan. Yep, yep. But when you go out and speak to people, you have no clue what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You got to read on the spot. You got to read on the spot. Mm-hmm. You got to you gotta see, okay, this is what's going on. I got to read what's going on with them, but I also got to read what the Holy Spirit is mm-hmm. telling me. But mm-hmm. I also got to ignore the, the distraction that the enemy is trying to throw at yeah, me. Yeah. And, I gotta, and you got to keep it moving. Yeah, and it's, yeah. at the end, it's like, yeah. it's, it's a wild sort of dance that's going on it out is. there. Yeah. yeah. No, it's beautiful. And, you know, I, th- I think of like, holy holiness there's a lot of like misconceptions like oh i can't be holy or that person's holier what what do you say qualifies becoming holy or being holy um which is essentially being like god i had a spiritual director said this to me um are you really willing to be who christ would have been if you were lucky enough to be you he's he used to say that and we know this basically do you Mm -hmm. you know you learn from the saints you learn the pathway to holiness. Mm-hmm. But I don't have the same temperament as this saint. Now, my life experiences are different from this saint. Mm-hmm. I know to pray and get my whole heart to God and have mm-hmm. a life of devotion, have a life mm-hmm. of purity, mm-hmm. follow the scriptures, learn my faith. I know that stuff. But how I live it out is going to be, you know, unique to me. Mm-hmm. I think we get, and as long as we're doing those things, like we're staying, we're, we're learning our faith, we're praying, we're staying we're staying with our devotion. We're staying close to God. Matthew 22, 37 through 39. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul. The first yeah. and greatest commandment. The yeah. second is yeah. like, love your neighbor as yourself. If yeah. you're doing that, then you can't really worry about what another person is doing. Right. I can't look at it because I can look at a, a, a nun or a brother or another speaker and say they are so holy. But I have no clue what's yeah. going on in their life. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and I wasn't created to be like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. We're in Chicago right now, and I used to always watch, you know, Michael Jordan commercials and yeah. the whole concept, be like Mike, you know? Yeah. And essentially, you know, we should be or want to be who God made us to be. Yeah. And figure out who that is and be that best version of ourselves, exactly. you know? And I think that, that's actually liberating because, you know, we live in a world where we compare a lot. And on Instagram, hey, this person doing this, this, that. Well, it's like, well, what is God doing in my exactly. life? You know, like, what's 
What's he doing? And, and how can I uh, be grateful for that, obedient to that? What can I see? Like, like you said, scales. Well, how can I see what God sees? Mm-hmm. And God will give us different gifts um, and different visions and all kinds of stuff. But I know in my interaction with you, um, first off, what's your Instagram handle? Oh, uh, Mission 116. Mission 116. And 116 comes from Scripture. Yeah. And, and what is that I'm verse? not ashamed of the gospel. I'm not ashamed yeah. of the gospel. And that's and I when I hear you, I know you're you're not ashamed. Um, so but I know you're also a man of the word. Mm-hmm. You're you're in scripture a lot. Um, what have what have been some scripture verses or a verse that's really impacted you that you you love? Ephesians 6, 10 through 17, put on the armor of God. Sirach chapter 2. Like that whole when you come to serve the uh, the Lord, prepare for mm-hmm. uh, frustration, for, mm-hmm. prepare for ag- aggravation, mm-hmm. but cling to the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's been one. Uh, the book of Daniel, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they're just holy defiance of King Nebuchadnezzar. Mm-hmm. And they're in the midst of a culture that had been going crazy, kind of like, kind of like our culture. Yeah. And they were found to be virtuous and holy, contrary to the culture. Yeah. And Nebuchadnezzar tells them, um, I heard that you're not bowing down like I told everyone else to bow down. Mm-hmm. If you don't do it right now, then I'm going to throw you into this fiery furnace. And then what is your God going to do? Wow. And their response of, our God can save us. Mm-hmm. He could save us. Mm-hmm. But even if he doesn't, mm-hmm. I'm still not going to bow down and do what you want me to do. Wow. Just that holy defiance wow. has been one of those um, things that, uh, that that inspired me. Some of the 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 the, the words that that Paul says yeah. like like you know he wasn't one of the original 12 Mm-mm. but he finds his place in that like you know in, in that apostolic like yeah. like arena right yeah. and um but he recognizes he's he wasn't one of them yeah he was an outsider and a lot of times I don't know I feel like an underdog I feel like an outsider mm. and just being able to cling to what he's saying that, yeah. you know, I'm not one of those guys. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that the Lord isn't working in me or yeah. that doesn't mean the Lord isn't calling me. Yeah. You know, yeah. those things kind of affirm me and, yeah. and, 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 and keep me going and keep me persevering yes. and, and make it so that, you know, when it's so it will be so easy. Yeah. To give up. It's so easy. It just it, 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 there's moments where I want to. There's moments where I slow down, but I, I'll keep crawling forward like, yeah. i'm never yeah like like oh, stop that's good you know i'm i, I may not be help sprinting mm-hmm. but i'm i'm gonna keep walking forward and mm-hmm. then there there's moments where i'm sprinting i'm yeah. running full yeah. speed you yeah. know and then there's moments where okay now i gotta walk mm-hmm. but you never stop going forward, forward. i love that know? and i love the, the concept of like you never graduate from your faith or Christianity no. or like, you know, we do, we're at a, a conference right now. And as much as what we're doing is for the youth, it's also for the adults. For God is for everyone. The gospel is for everybody. Yeah. So we need to always be open to that. Um, I was talking to a gentleman who was actually working here yesterday and he's like, yeah, I came to work. I know I was going to church. Yeah. You know? yeah. And uh, we were talking for a bit and we were talking about God's word. And he said, you know, reading God's word, if you, you read it constantly, you realize how messed up you really are. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's a, I would say it's like a spiritual mirror. Mm-hmm. You're continually kind of like saying, God, where, where, how is this word speaking to my life right now? Mm-hmm. And, oh, man, I do need to work on this mm-hmm. area. Or mm-hmm. I could. And so, like, getting in that, that God flow, mm-hmm. um, a reflection of the word is, is so good. It's mm-hmm. so good. Bro, you know, Mission 116, you are on a mission. You're unashamed of the gospel. This podcast is called the Mission Driven Podcast. Jesus gave us that mission to make disciples of all nations. What's a specific mission right now that you feel God has you on? 
what God's been putting on my on, on my heart, really three things. One, masculinity, manhood. Mm. Uh, I work at an all-guys school, so I see it every day. Masculinity, manhood, that's one. The second one is healing, healing of hearts, healing of memories. Mm-hmm. And the third one is uh, spiritual warfare. Wow. Because I think all of those things are key in the culture right now. Yeah. And all of those things are, are tied together. And all of those things in the years to come are going to be like the sources of hope yeah. and salvation for yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Amazing, yeah. bro. Well, we're going to be praying for you. We're so thankful for what you're doing. Um, like I said, you're about to go on um, this afternoon. And I know that the kids, they're going to they're gonna benefit from God using you today. Um, so thank you so much for coming on uh, the Mission Driven Podcast. Just want to give a quick plug. So if people want to reach out to you, they want, obviously, uh, Mission 116 yeah. is your, your Instagram. What about other ways they want to bring you to your church or school, um, things like that? CatholicSpeakers.com. Okay. Um, Hard as Nails Ministries. Go to that website. Love it. All of those are ways you can get in contact with yeah, me. Yeah, look up Brian, Brian, Brian Greenfield. Brian Greenfield, yep. Love it. And uh, so we got some fun questions for you right now. Okay. Um, these are rapid fire questions. So the first thought that comes to your mind, here we go, rapid fire with Brian Greenfield on the Mission Driven Podcast. Favorite flavor ice cream? Cookies and cream. Favorite color? Blue. Musical artist you admire? Joe Melendrez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite movie ever? What Dreams May Come. A book that you've read that's greatly impacted you? The Shack. What inspires you? My family. Favorite TV show? The Office. If you could have a superhero power, what would it be? Healing. Like, like, like Wolverine healing. Yeah, wow. Uh, life goal? Heaven. Favorite fruit? Apple. And finish the sentence. God is? Amazing. Amazing. Wow, Brian, well, thanks so much for your time today. Um, we love you. We're praying for you. We support you. I know you're, you're proceeding in holy boldness. Thanks for your inspiration today. God bless you, bro. God bless you. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks, dude. Appreciate it. All right. Welcome to Break It Down. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about a track that I said was spirit-led, so much so that I titled it Come Holy Spirit. This is a hype track, and I'm just going to tell you a little bit of background behind it. So it's produced by my friends, Eric and Charlie. They go by Feels. And the actual track, the, the first draft they gave me, um, they had this sample in it that said, right on. And I was like, it was like, right, 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 on, on, on. And I was like, I don't know. I don't feel that. And so then I was like, what if we did like, come Holy Spirit. So I, we went over um, to the studio and the intro you'll hear, it's basically uh, chopped up of me saying, um, come Holy Spirit, but they put it on sample pads. So it was really cool to have that intro and have it more of like a sample of come Holy Spirit like that. Um, and then, so when writing the verses, um, the first verse, uh, it says, all we do is all for you. You lead the way and we pursue. I pray today the spirit moves and sends out to be the proof. And that's the thing. Like, I pray that the spirit will just send us out because that's what we're called to do. We're called to make disciples of all nations. That's our mission, but we're not supposed to do it alone. We need the spirit to lead us, to send us out, and we need to be on God's time. And the Holy Spirit will let you know when it's God's time. But I think that we forget that the Holy Spirit lives in us. It says in scripture, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. 
Like we have this power inside of us, but we forget. We might not even utilize the Holy Spirit that often, asking for guidance or help in a situation, but it's God's Holy Spirit. It's the counselor. It's the advocate. It's there for our assistance. So these three words are an invitation. Come Holy Spirit. It's all you got to say to invite the Holy Spirit into your life. So I'm going to recommend, you know, when you're when you're driving and you're frustrated in traffic to say, come Holy Spirit. When uh, before I write any music, I say, come Holy Spirit. I invite the Holy Spirit to inspire my tracks. Little backstory of me. No one ever taught me how to write songs. Um, I used to not have rhythm. So I, I give it all to God. Like I'm nothing without Jesus and his Holy Spirit. And people ask me like, well, what, what helps you write the song? I was like, literally the Holy Spirit. I, it's not me. It's, it's God. So I'm going to recommend you invite the Holy Spirit into your life, into all areas of your life so that you can have that support that you need to proceed and to succeed. Can I get an amen? Okay. So this track is called Come Holy Spirit off the Chosen album. Enjoy. Um, Holy Spirit. Um, Holy Spirit. Um, Holy Spirit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's live it. Um, Holy Spirit. Um, Holy Spirit. Um, Holy Spirit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's live it. All we do is all for you. You lead the way and we pursue. I pray today the Spirit moves and sends us out to be the proof. Proof of your love and compassion. Change your heart with love and action. And give you all. Yes, you can have it. Trusting you is all that matters. Uh, keep showing up.
Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's our show. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Mission Driven Podcast. Hope you gained something from this episode. Special thank you to Brian Greenfield for being our Mission Driven guest. Big thank you to my wife, Noelle Melendrez, for Word of the Day, Acts 4.31. Feel free to check out my song, Come Holy Spirit, off the chosen album, now streaming worldwide. I want to let you know if you have any questions you'd like to submit for future episodes, please feel free to email me personally at joe at joemelendras.com or go to joemelendras.com forward slash podcast. You can also follow me on all social media at Joe Melendrez. And I recently started a TikTok at Joe Melendrez Music. If you like today's episode, feel free to rate, share, comment, or even subscribe. It really helps to get the word out. Shout out to our sponsor today, Hallow, the Catholic prayer and meditation app. So until next time, God loves you and stay mission driven. Peace.